Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, welcome back to the golf show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I want to remind you to join Craig Riley every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for Garage Sports Trivia, live on 93.7 The Fan Instagram. It's brought to you by Precision Garage and BetRivers.com. Craig has some, always has interesting stuff on his show, and um, uh, it's it's worth a listen. Okay, um, as, as we... Um, move on into the golf season. You know, we're playing tournaments. We're, we're social distancing. We're trying to do all the things uh, that we, A, like to do, and B, need to do in order to keep doing those things. So um, we have a new thing, for lack of a better word, and my, my guest will um, now tell, tell us exactly about that, uh, Bob Gillespie is the player development coordinator for the Tri-State PGA, and he's joined us this morning, and we're going to talk about something that the uh, Tri-State is unveiling. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Mike, I'm doing well. Good morning to you. Great to be with you. Well, thank you, and and, um, right back at you. Um, So tell us about this new initiative that um, you, you guys are putting together and unveiling and all of that good stuff. Sure, Mike. We are we're happy to announce the PGA Reach Tri-State Foundation. And what the PGA Reach Tri-State Foundation is, is it's a 501c3 charitable organization of our section. So many of you are familiar with our tournaments, with our junior golf, with everything that, that we do. But there's another component to the PGA, another component to the PGA of America, and this is where the our foundation comes into it. What we are going to do is we're looking at three unique pillars. The first pillar deals with our youth. Um, so many of you, are, like I said, are familiar with our youth programs, our Isley's Junior Golf Tour, the Drive, Chip, and Putt, and then the PGA Junior League, which brings team golf to the uh, to our juniors. Our second component is the military aspect, which is our PGA Hope Program. And many of you have heard about our PGA Hope Program. I know it's been brought up on your show a couple times, Mike, this year. Of course, last year you had Ron Lucas. Ron is our coordinator of the program, and Ron runs some fantastic events for the vets here in western Pennsylvania. And the final option is the diversity initiative. And the diversity initiative really getting various people into the game of golf. And we're real excited about these three pillars that we're going to be able to bring to Western Pennsylvania. Um, that sounds like an, an, an awesome trio of, of 
things to uh, work on. What was the impetus for the initiative and, and getting it started? Well, I think, you know, I think, Mike, the, the, the initiative here was we see a golden opportunity to grow our game. As you know, we are the experts in the game or the experts in the business of golf and be able to bring this game to everyone. You know, many of us who are in the golf business started at a young age. We started in that youth opportunity. And now being able to mix the three pillars together, we can bring this game that we all love, that we all cherish, we all think about on a daily basis, if not, you know, minute by minute and bring that out to even more people and give those folks the opportunity to see how great our game is. So what are the steps now as you unveil this uh, and, and start it? What, what takes place now and how does it get started? Yeah, absolutely. So, so what we do now is we really just get out there and, you know, we work with the community. Um, we let them know kind of what our mission is you know, what our core values are to kind of get this out there and, you know, let folks know exactly what we're doing. Obviously, it's a big undertaking um, for the section. You know, we're looking forward to, to really just kind of marketing this and getting this out to the, you know, to everyone to see, hey, we have these options, we have these opportunities through these three unique pillars to get out there and, and really grow our game. I don't know how much – um, how much knowledge there there was before you coming on today about this? But it, it, have you talked to anybody yet? Um, any groups or um, people in the community? Yeah, I mean, we certainly are. You know, we're certainly getting kind of getting the word out. Um, you know, I think from the you know from the from the youth and military standpoint, it's already out there to some extent. You know, and as we start to work. You know, the, the diversity initiative, too, um, you know, I think it, it's going to be you're going to see us at a lot of community events. You're going to see us doing a lot of those things to grow the game. So we have had some, you know, some conversations with some, you know, some local folks to, uh, you know, to get it going. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot, of, uh, a lot of exciting things coming down the pike here in the next few months. So one of the things that I don't know that I'm necessarily surprised by, but really um, sit back and, and smile every once in a while about is this surge of interest and participation by the kids in in your junior programs. Uh, can you talk about that, how, how successful that's been from your standpoint? Absolutely. We, we have been very, you know, very blessed and very lucky to have an extensive junior program in it. And I think it starts really with our junior tour, the Isley's Junior Golf Tour. And if I can, I certainly want to, uh, you know, give a shout out to Jim Connerly and, and his staff at Isley's. They have been huge supporters of what we've done junior golf line in the section. And, you know, this year for the first time since 2009, we sold out all of our events on the Isley's Junior Golf Tour. And it, it's been a lot of fun for us, a lot of fun for our staff to see this, to go to an event and really see the kids excelling, the kids having fun. We've been very, very fortunate um, that our PGA professionals in our section have embraced our junior golf tour. They've embraced the opportunity to grow the game. And when you look at the schedule that we put together this year for 2020, 
it's a pretty good schedule. I should say it was a pretty good schedule with the likes of Shanapin and Valley Brook and some of those other golf courses that we were able to uh, to get these kids out to play. Uh, it's been incredible. The PGA Junior League is, is also uh, a growing initiative that we have done through the PGA of America, um, and we're seeing fantastic numbers. And, and I think, Mike, you know, one of the things here is kids want to be outside. They want to be involved. They want to be playing golf. And I think we've positioned ourselves well here in the tri-state section to, to give the kids what they're looking for, you know, that, that quality golf, the team golf in the case of the PGA Junior League. And it, and it really is, you know, it's really starting to, to boom here in western Pennsylvania. Bob Gillespie from the PGA or the Tri-State PGA is joining me this morning. Um, how many kids are we talking about that, that – a rough number, I understand, but uh, how many kids have, have you seen out there this year? We've seen um, – on our junior tour, we have about 325 players that will play in during the course of the season. Um, each of our events has 100 players that we allow to play in – each individual event. So on the Isley's tour, we're looking right, like I said, memberships right about 325 with about 100 players at each event. On the PGA Junior League side, um, we're right around 500, 525 players. And I think that's a, uh, it's a testament to, you know, to the, to the interest in golf. And even during, you know, during the, the uncertain times, you know, parents and players certainly realize that, that golf is a, a very important part of uh, of the development for you know for our kids. Yeah, and you know, I I think anyway, and I don't know whether you'll agree with me or not, but this that we're talking about is very important because it gets the kids started, gets them interested, gets them wanting to be better, and. I think all you have to do is look at the young men and women who are out there playing now who maybe didn't have this when they were, uh, you know, youngsters, but they still have grown, maybe not by the numbers that, that we might like, but I mean, you look around at the you know 18 20 year old guys that are out there now we are very we have a very strong junior presence and that hasn't always been the case um, and this i think will only help that mike you're 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 absolutely right you know i i look at some of the stuff you were talking about this morning with you know with Rocco Salvetti and you know, Jessica Myers, you talked about as well. I mean, they've grown up in our, in our programs and, you know, which is really kind of neat. But when you look at, you know, and you touched on some of the, you know, some of the older, when you look in kind of that mid twenties, it was out there certainly, but it wasn't out there to the extent that these, these players have the opportunity now. And, and I think you're, you're 100% right that it is just, it's just going to grow and it's just going to give, you know, players the opportunity to really, you know, develop, and they are the next generation of our game, and, and you know that, Mike. And, you know, for us to be able to get to them at a young age through the PGA Junior League, through draft, chip, and putt, they get that itch. They realize, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And it helps everyone. It helps the club atmosphere. It helps our public golfers, our resorts. 
you know, they're, they're, we're building this into the players to get them out there and, and get them excited about our game. It, I think about this. It used to be when you would go to a golf course, public or private, whatever, um, and you would see that there were kids out on the golf course. Maybe not a lot of them, but there were, you know, they were out there. And your first reaction was, oh, brother, it's going to be a long day. You know, we've got to, fo- got to follow these kids. And then you watch a couple of them hit tee balls that disappear from sight. And, you know, you get up on the tee and you, you're hoping you get it on the fairway somewhere. Um, and that's, that has just evolved and to the point, like you said, a kid like Rocco. I mean, he hits the ball a mile, and more and more and more kids are doing that. And like you said, it's great for the game, uh, especially at the grassroots level where they're learning all this stuff. Absolutely, Mike. You know, it is, and it is. It's fun to see the players out at the golf course, and and you're 100% right. You know, I, I think that there was that you know thought. You you get out there and you're rushing to get there because you want to get in front of that. You know, that group of 11-year-olds or 12-year-olds that's teeing off. And then you quickly realize when you're watching them on the tee, wow, they can play. And, and it is definitely a testament to, you know, to them and, uh, and to the, to the instruction they're getting from our professionals and, and moms and dads. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, it really is a, it's fun to watch them grow and it's fun to watch them mature on the golf course. And it's funny. You not only wanted to get ahead of them on the golf course, but as you watch them and learn wh- how they can play, you don't necessarily want to play with them either because you don't want to be embarrassed by an 11-year-old. Um, exa- that's Bob, exactly right, Mike. Bob, this this is a uh, sounds like a wonderful um, program and innovation that I'm sure we're going to be hearing uh, a lot more about it as we go along. And um, I wish you guys uh, a lot of success. And um, like I said. We'll be we'll be talking about it as as you get more and more things out there. Yeah, we we, cer- we certainly will, Mike. And you know, we thank you obviously for the time and uh, your dedication to uh, to the game of golf, and uh, and we we'll look forward to uh, to sharing more stories because there certainly will be many many stories on all three of these pillars that uh, that we're excited about. All right, Bob. Thanks for coming on with me this morning. I'll see you out on the trail soon. I'm sure. Very good. Thank you, Mike. All right. Bob Gillespie, the the um, uh, of the tri-state, he's the player development coordinator, and this new program is <laughs> certainly going to be a player development thing. All right, it's time for our next break. You're listening to the Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 